to the ether today is saturday december 10th 2022 today on the ether the wildcat ad agency ama hosted by the wrecked gang let's take a listen hey jill how you doing hey guys what's happening i'm good uh, i'm surprised uh you're not uh going to watch the football <laughs> i am if you knew the sacrifices that i made for my wrecked friends you you just wouldn't believe it so literally just finished watching Morocco, Portugal, jumped in an Uber, came home, then we've got this, then we've got to get ready for the England-France game, right? So it's a busy time. It's a fun time. I I enjoyed the, the football. Uh, it's It's been highly entertaining, especially yesterday. Yesterday was the most unbelievable day, right? It was the first day that my uh, my other half sort of took a serious interest, and I was like, yeah, she picked the best day. It was just amazing. Yeah, uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of drama. Was competing almost against the drama we see in the cosmos. Um, so it's good to have that. Uh, I just pinged people, so maybe we can get started in about four minutes. Just uh, let people join in. All right. Uh, it seems uh, Wildcat is requesting as well. Oh, be careful. That's trendy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let's just all think about this for weeks. Oh, too late. It's too late. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey, Trendy, how you doing? You watching the soccer as well? No, I'm not watching any more soccer. I forgot it's still going on since USA is out. Uh, it's pretty and good, man. You have no idea how flattered I am that you said football for me and then changed it to soccer for trendy. That's attention to detail. It is. I, I, I try my best. Uh, I know all the... Actually, the the whole world gets triggered when I call it soccer. Except the U.S. and Canada. Um, well, so. Giannis just got properly triggered. I've never seen so many thumbs down. So yeah, yeah. The only football I watch is the one with the Dallas Cowboy star on the side of the helmet. You see, you see, Gio. That's why you got to pay attention to detail. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on trendy. All right, cool. Uh, five minutes in. This is recorded as well. Um, I guess people are just uh, fresh off the, the football or the soccer, whatever they call it, be joining in before the next game, I believe. Um, so we got a 
definitely a good two hours if you want to run it that long. <laughs> uh, but thanks for making the time, Geo and Trendy. I'm uh, very excited to learn more about your upcoming NFT project. Uh, for those that don't know, we've partnered before on several merch initiatives with the team at Viral. And I think um, people are always um, amazed by the quality of the merch and the products that you guys put out. It's always extremely high quality, very creative. And everybody that I know has been extremely satisfied with uh, everything you guys did. So this is kind of a turn for y'all from the classic or I guess the physical and now you guys are coming back to the digital. So this is exciting. And uh, yeah, just um, if you don't mind just sharing a bit more about yourselves just to start and then we'll chat about how you guys came up with the whole idea. Yeah, cool. I, I mean, firstly, I have to say that it's been an absolute blast uh, dealing with the Wrecked Gang um, from the very beginning. I think, you know, in many ways, you're only, your product is only as good as the person that you're producing it for in some ways. And your enthusiasm, immediate understanding, uh, buy-in, uh, just there aren't enough superlatives to describe um, how much fun it's been dealing with you guys. So... Um, we very much thank you for that, and, and we take our relationship um, very seriously, and, and um, it gives us a tremendous amount of joy to work with you guys. So with that said, uh, I'm Gio, uh, multidisciplined investor and entrepreneur in real life uh, and CEO, um, so experience uh, over multiple different industries, um, and uh uh, most notably, probably TradFi. So I think having spent a lot of time in the city of London and being involved in and on the receiving end in some ways of the, the current uh, incumbent system uh, was attracted to crypto to try and find a new way, you know, um, and was attracted into privacy on, on the understanding that I believe that, that sort of bringing NFTs into everyday use cases requires an element of privacy. And I believe that crypto in general does as well. So that's kind of how I got into uh, working with Jamal and Trendy on viral. So that's a bit about my background. Trendy, do you want to do your thing? Yeah, sure. I mean, my background is is mostly DGen and Web3. In, in a Web2 or in real life, I am a, a manager of initiatives and transformation for a Fortune 500 company. And uh, I deal a lot with um, like... Um, I guess setting policies and procedures and and working with people a lot. So I, I kind of pride myself in being a people person. Um, sometimes I let it affect me too much, but I also think that it's a strength that I have as well. So um, my skill mostly in this project is just kind of uh, being a friend to everybody and letting Gio and your mama do all the hard work. <laughs> yeah, that sounds nice. Uh, I love it and. Uh... I think everybody has heard of you, Trendy. You're in all the discords. And, and Geo, too, you, you hang around. Um, and I think this is kind of what was really cool about our partnership with y'all is you're not only kind of doing, you know, the checklist things on top. You're, you're doing the extra or, you know, the, that extra little 
those extra little things where we really feel part of the family and, and you guys are part of the family. So it's been amazing and uh, a very competent team to, you know, with all your experience um, for the different ventures that you've had. So, so very cool. Uh, but uh, I want to know more about Wildcat Ad Agency. I guess uh, this is a new venture that you guys have started and uh, decided to, uh, can I say branch out or, or expand the viral uh, brand to, to NFTs? Or how did this come about that you guys wanted to start this? Yeah, good question. Thank you. Where, where do you want to take it, Trendy? Do you want to do the first bit and explain about viral or do you want to do the wildcat bit? I think most of the people here know about viral and, and um, Zerker said it beautifully and it's something that we kind of epiphanied um, without trying to and and realizing what we did, how viral is from virtual to in real life and wildcats is going to be the exact opposite. So they're kind of bridging to where they meet in the middle. So they're a perfect symbiosis relationship, symbiotic relationship with each other and can really feed off of each other. And I'm really not going to try to take too much of the thunder because you say it so perfectly. So I'll let you kind of get into the nitty gritty of of how you explain it, because I like to listen to it every time as well. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, so viral is obviously virtual too in real life, as most of our friends here know in that. Um, the idea of offering merch through viral and ticketing is soon to follow is not really the end game for us. It's it's using that as a test case or a proof of concept for bringing NFTs into everyday use. Um, and I think most of us here know that in order to do that, there needs to be an increased level of privacy around those NFTs uh, in order to achieve that goal. So virals, um, kind of uh, offerings to our friends in Rekt and, and other communities regarding merch and ticketing and access control and other things to come is with that end goal in mind of, of bringing NFTs into everyday use for those mundane everyday tasks, you know. So um, having proven that concept, uh, and I think it's important to emphasize that for those who are in the audience that don't, you know, aren't as familiar with us. We have proven that concept. So we've successfully delivered the world's first uh, Anon on-chain redemption uh, using Merch as the test case and have delivered successfully to every continent barring Antarctica. Many wrecked friends included, of course. Um, yeah, but- let, let's just pause here because um, this is extremely powerful. I, I, I guess some people are aware of the merch and I think most are actually have seen your guys's products and are very impressed with the quality of the merch, but that's just one aspect, right? Like uh, that's just kind of the physical good. I think the most impactful thing that you guys do is actually not the merch, right? And this is what you're talking about. It's the fact that you can purchase merch in a completely private manner, and you guys were able to do this, right? So I know we're always talking about crypto and how we're all in this decentralized world. And, you know, we put on these animal PFPs, uh, these cartoon, you know, JPEGs that represent us. But as soon as there's a cool hoodie, we give away our credit card 
and we're basically doxxed, right? <laughs> which, 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 you know, it, it sounds a little stupid. It, it's just a hoodie, right? And we're willing to give our all our information away for for that that you know that piece of merch. But you guys figured out a way of selling merch without having you know uh, bypassing this doxing process, right? So, so maybe could you detail a little bit more? about how that works for those that didn't have the opportunity to buy something on viral. You know, it's, you're such a legend. It's music to my ears that you, you've picked up on that point and, and highlighted it. And, and it's funny because you feel kind of, I feel slightly remiss not having emphasized it more, but you know, we're, we're moving so fast and we're building so much and we have such um, lofty goals that, you know, you're quite right to pull me up on that because sometimes you can just gloss over the importance of that fact. Right. Um, so I appreciate that. And, and then to answer your question, we use um, our, our V1, V2 technology. So our propriety technology where um, the user mints a, a V1 NFT. So the virtual representation of their assets. So let's imagine a pair of sneakers, for example, or a hat or hoodie to, to, to pick up on your choice there. So let's say it's a hoodie. You mint the V1 version of that, which is the digital version. You can hold that, you can trade it, you can sell it, you can treat it like any other NFT. And obviously because it's a virtual asset, it doesn't need to be stored anywhere. It's not physical in form as yet. But as and when and if you are ready, uh, and that's fully your choice, you can choose to redeem that V1 NFT for a V2, which is effectively beginning the process of deciding how you want that to be formed, communicating with the artisan in a, in a purely private manner, so at this point, there's no use of credit card, there's no doxing, there's no identification. You haven't come off chain at all. Um, and the reason uh, I'm so appreciative of you picking up on that is that isn't that kind of why we're all here to have that sort of decentralized, uh, fair, um, you know, a system with a quality built into it and, and, and privacy and so on. But that's an aside. Ultimately, you decide to trade your V1 NFT for a V2. You can then communicate with the artisan, in this case, let's say the hoodie, to craft that as you see fit within the parameters of the NFT. Uh, and then that uh, product, that item, will be shipped to you anonymously uh, anywhere in the world. So that V1, V2 technology, proprietary to viral, um, allows you to turn a virtual asset into an in-real-life asset. Hence the name, viral. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Uh, I, I purchased, you know, I had the opportunity to do it. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny how crazy it is, right? Like you redeem it and you put in your address and all of a sudden you, you receive this this really cool piece of uh, artwork. And it you guys have developed it. And I think definitely the only uh, that I know of, right? Like I, I'm not sure you guys, anyone else in the world did this. So kudos to you guys and, and congrats um yeah and and you know what mate it's like it's funny because we're in this sort of weird space where obviously people with far more means than, and following and impact than us like azuki for example are doing these kind of things um and we, firstly, we got there first. So it's important to know for Jamama who's listening, maybe, you know, we got there first, but also we're doing it with that element of privacy involved. And there's sort of this weird mental space that we're in where there's this tremendous validation that 
a brand with the power of Azuki uh, are doing, you know, this uh, this uh, this merch and this interaction with virtual and real life, but also this passion that we have to demonstrate to people that we're doing it to a different level. You know, we're doing it with privacy attached. So it's a very it's a really interesting space, I think, and and we've got um, so many exciting things to come that will demonstrate, emphasize, and sort of hammer down on that point that this is all very clever, but without the element of privacy, it's somewhat limited. So we're really looking forward to showing you guys that. Yeah, and on the Azuki thing, I guess it, if we just want to close that out, um, I know what it is, but could you describe to the audience on what you guys developed that Azuki copied? Or I guess, you know, we won't use the word copied, but developed it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to get any lawyers involved. Optimus isn't here to protect me, so I'm not. I'm not going to say copied. Um, but, but yeah. Look, I think the the it's quite straightforward in that if you're linking an asset in real life to a virtual asset or vice versa, there has to be no. That doesn't have to be. Everyone else apart from us is doing that in a way that does not have a layer of privacy around. It, right. So, in other words, you're doxed. Right. Um, so with the Azuki, I mean, I'm not going to, obviously as an Azuki holder, I'm definitely not going to fund them um, because they're a tremendous community and, and what they're doing in so many ways is inspirational, but they don't have that element of privacy. So every time you see anyone else talk about turning an NFT into an asset or let's say you get an NFT and it allows you access to a venue or anything like that, anyone else who speaks of that system, there is no element of privacy involved. The, certainly that I'm aware of, and I speak pretty confidently about that. Nobody else has done it. We're the only people that allow the redeemer or, or user or holder of that V1 and a better commas NFT to turn that into in real life or back again. We're the only ones that allow you to maintain privacy doing that, period. Yeah, very cool. All right, all right. We spoke about viral and all the innovation you guys brought you know, there. Um, so how, how you know, where did the idea come from to launch an NFT project? Um, where, where did that all came from? Well, I think, do you know what the most immediate answer to that is? That in many ways, it came from you guys. Um, and uh, that's not just, um, you know, saying that for the sake of it. I think, because if I come to that from a different direction, we have this incredible technology uh, with this um, amazing goal, right? So if you remember, trying to bring NFTs into everyday mundane use cases, voting, medical records, not getting front-running DeFi, you name it. You know, it all needs an element of privacy in order to be affected, effective. And that's very much holding back NFTs from being anything more than, you know, pictures on a screen. And so with that lofty goal, um, we need help. And having looked at the passion and the commitment uh, that the Rect Gang's uh, holders have for your brand and for your purpose, um, a lot of that kind of uh, struck home with us. And we thought, well, we don't have that, right? I mean, we have an impassioned community and they're amazing, but there's not that many of them, you know? And we didn't feel like our community was as invested as they could be in our common goal, you know? I was against the world kind of thing, you know, in, in terms of 
where we were trying to get to. And so having a PFP collection, first and foremost, can allow our uh, holders of that NFT or that PFP to be more included in that purpose, if that makes any sense. And also for the second purpose, it they can help us. So we can talk a little bit more about this in a little minute. Maybe Trendy can, can jump in so people don't get bored of my voice. But the holders of the PFP post-Mint will have access to um, the, uh, the the viral technology. And they'll be able to use that to expand not only our lore, but also the use cases of that technology can be applied to. And I genuinely believe, I haven't heard anything like that before. Right? I could be naive on this point, but I don't, I've, I've been around obviously the NFT uh, space for quite a while. I don't. I haven't heard of anybody for allowing somebody who owns an NFT to have access to that level of tooling, like a world's first on 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 chain redemption of an asset or access to a venue. I don't remember anybody ever offering that to a PFP holder. So we're quite excited. About that. Yeah, that that sounds really cool. We'll we'll get to the use cases uh, afterwards and the utility. Um, I want to focus a little more on the origins and the story. So I understand the first point, and I think I, I fully agree with this. When you have, I guess PFP for some reason seems to really resonate with the communities is, you know, you get to represent the mission or the values of the project. So in your case, uh, it's, it's privacy and it's real use cases of NFTs in the daily world, right? Um, so if you want to have champions about your mission, right? You kind of need that that identity. You need those people to kind of uh, <laughs> shill you, <laughs> for lack of a better word, term, uh, by 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 kind of adopting the, this new uh, profile picture that you guys are, are are launching. I feel like there's that strong relationship that gets created uh, for the people that do have the PFP, and then there's a mission behind that PFP. There's like a vision. Um, there's a purpose. So, Trendy, did you have more on, on the origins of, um, you know, WCAA? Yeah, and just to kind of circle back and, and touch the point that you said, you hit the nail on the head. Prior to releasing the Wildcat ad agency, we had um, a sock in the Secret Sock Society, which was fun but probably not the the brand ambassador that we wanted to represent us in a a bigger um realm i guess you would say a more serious realm so that's kind of what got us thinking about something that was a lot more valued um obviously we we did have the the pieces where it'd be the hat or the shoes or whatever but um those really weren't pfp material um i think the closest person to ever do a, a shoe that was pfp material is probably sneakerheads and um, that's an ETH collection um, that I minted and got to sell for 2X, but we won't go there. That's probably one of my bigger wins, but 2X, right? Big win. The only win. The yeah. only ever win. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know where you're degening, uh, Trendy, but it, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> this doesn't sound right. Um, yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it was mostly a joke, but uh, probably not. I'm crying right now. But um, yeah, I, I think a lot of it was is giving our our community something that they could represent and be proud of. Um, nothing more. Uh, like oh, we were trying to do also do th something that hasn't been done before and beaten to death, like an ape or or just any kind of variation or a variation of a monkey. Um, there's just a lot of things that you continue to see. I mean. 
Like even Gio Suzuki, it's been done to death. It's it's a derivative. I don't even know why he got wow. it. Wow. <laughs> oh, snap, wow. Gio. Are you going to take that? I don't see a hex, you know, uh, Gio. So that, that could be a fake. He I mean, is a salty trendy today, isn't he? I just got this one today. That's why he's dissing it. He's salty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I remember Azuki. That was th- those were the days. Uh, okay, KK, wait, guys. Before we, uh, <laughs> I love the banter. So, so okay. So, getting back to it, if I can kind of quickly give a recap, the goal is one to bring that identity and purpose, and two to bring a new use case or utility. Right. So. We're going to get into that um, a little later, but but am I uh, correct? Correct. Very cool. Very cool. That sounds nice. So, okay, let's go into the art since we're talking about Zuki and, and you know, your guys' art. So um, why a wildcat? Uh, I guess I saw a few of them already. Um, I think there's how many? Five different ones or, or how many different? cats there there's definitely a handful of them some yet to be released um some will be surprises um but just kind of thinking of a, a stoic kind of alpha animal like we had different names kind of bouncing around like alpha cats or whatever it be um we're, we're looking for something that um embodies power strengths um a lot of qualities that you would probably proudly represent um, as yourself, especially if you're trying to be um, serious in the space and not saying that any other collection couldn't be used as something serious or have fun with. This was just kind of like the vision that we had, the path that we wanted to go down. Um, And I see Viral jumped in here as well. We could probably bring them up. It might be Jamama. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he's here. All right, so I, I get that, and and in terms of style, it's very. Hey, Jamama, <laughs> how's it going, guys? Apologize for. Oh, being, we're good. We're good. Apologize for being a little late. I think I partied a little too hard with World Cup yesterday. You like yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. With your I think I friends, yeah, partied a little too hard. <laughs> Living the life. <laughs> um. Yeah. So if we go back to the art style. And you guys have a very unique, can I call it pop? Or I'm not even sure what to call it, but I haven't seen many PFPs using this. Um, obviously, you know, it, it's it's hand-drawn, but there are also traits. Like, like it looks a little pop to me. Well, how, how would you describe it, actually? Retro. I lost him there. Did anyone else hear that? Yeah, I lost him too. It seems like he said retro and then his phone went into retro. Uh... Yeah, it's a, it's a retro contemp- contemporary fusion. Um, I think there's sort of a hipster vibe there. Um, and it leans on, if you look at the traits, they're kind of, uh, su- they've got like a subculture vibe. That's the kind of the, the place that we're going to. The other thing that's interesting is it's obviously hand-drawn 8K stuff, which I think is very different than the current sort of trend towards AI and 3D representations. So that's very deliberate as well. Yeah. Um, 
eight Ks. <laughs> Those are some big files. It's cool. You you guys can definitely pull it off because uh, you're minting on Eve. I, I'm not even sure uh, these Cosmos chains can handle these files. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's an advantage. And um, yeah, the hand drawn. I think it's very unique and it stands out. And that's what really matters, in my opinion, is it has to be beautiful but also different right because uh, a lot of these art styles have been done and this one and you know we, we kind of didn't even have a name for it so that means it's original enough to stand on its own in my opinion yeah you, you hit the nail on the head mate and and that's very much tied into our values and our ethos and that we are exclusive but inclusive if that doesn't sound like a weird juxtaposition but you know art is so subjective Right. I mean, I think that is uh, a truism in, in a sense in that, you know, what suits one person doesn't suit another. And we understand that, you know, if somebody's interested in some AI stuff, they're not going to be drawn towards this. But um, for us, that kind of the effort required and we'll share more on this in our Twitter over the next uh, upcoming days, the effort required in order to produce just one of these um, cannot be argued. It might not be to your taste. We hope it's to most people's taste, of course. But um, you can't take away from the effort required. Uh, and also that leaning into hipster contemporary retrofusion with that kind of, um, I remember that, you know, that kind of moment where you go, oh, that's the Mario Kart theme. I'm not saying there's any Mario Kart themes in there, but, or that's, I remember Goldeneye and, or, or whatever it is, you know, those kind of moments that are so evocative and so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? emotional you know nostalgia you, yeah know. nostalgia thank you you hit the nail on the head again yes exactly that that's the kind of feeling we're looking for with our with our collection people go ah, yes i remember that i remember how that felt yeah i love i love when when you know when the art gives an emotion um just a side note i guess we have uh, I'm, I'm great friends with people that do ai work but but to me um art requires sacrifice right art is struggle uh, there is that time commitment that's what makes it really valuable right like this person took days and days to draw this out and all this blood sweat and tears went into this and you know that's what gives it like more meaning and um just to say that I really love hand-drawn art and I'm not a huge fan of AI because of how quickly that can turn around. And I understand like visually it can be very beautiful, but emotionally I just don't connect with it. And compared to something like Azuki or, you know, uh, you guys kind of having this artist work really, really hard on it and our art as well. It was like a lot of hours were put into it. So to me, um, on the long term, I feel like that the hand-drawn stuff is, is going to last, you know, for, for a longer period of time. And even the CryptoPunks, right, that was kind of done all uh, pixel by pixel, and it took them a long time to do, them up, to do that collection. So, um, yeah, anyways, that's just kind of like a side note. Yeah, I want to no. jump in there uh, real quick. But, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head with the nostalgia piece. Um, but but a big part too is we understand we're launching in a bear, right? And <laughs> we're not uh, um, 
we're not confused of, of the fact that like everybody's struggling right now. And so part of launching this art collection too, is to really just uh, have sort of a sweet moment when, you know, there's uh, a scam here, a fraud there, and everybody's lost a ton of money. Um, part of launching this collection is to uh, work on this really amazing art, give it to the community. And at the same time, um, yeah, just hit people in the feels. Uh, we're really hoping that like when people mint and, and see the different traits and attributes, they get like really excited because there's some, there's some very, very fun uh, traits in there. And, and yeah, we're, we're excited for that. But I am, um, yeah, it's a good point, Jamal. And, and just going back to what our uh, venerable host said there about effectively what you're saying there is that there may be some things that are currently fashionable, but there are other things that will stand the test of time, you know? And when I look at, yeah, when I look at something like, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to be a V1 punk holder and I look at, the more I look at it, the more I realize the beauty in its simplicity. And I have to confess, when I first encountered NFTs, I was like, I remember thinking, you know, 48 Yacht Club, 30 grand it was in, in, in GBP at the time. And I was turning to my missus and going, what a waste of money, complete and utter nonsense. And look at where they've got to now. And right, yeah, exactly. FML. But and and looking at the even after I'd, I appreciate the punk more even after I'd bought it, because as I said, that simplicity, you know, that it might just look like uh, a bunch of pixels to the untrained eye, but the, the thought that had to go into it. And that's certainly what we're looking for. Like we're not interested in being fashionable. We're not interested in, in just making a quick buck. Uh, we're interested in something that will stand the test of time, which I know that uh, our friends in Red Gang uh, also share that view. Yeah. Being timeless, I think is, is important. Um, Something that, you know, people will like, because we're here for the long term. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> some of us are. And having an art that doesn't, uh, I guess, lose its luster is, you know, kind of less fashionable. Yeah, that that's a trend. But you guys are, are doing it for um, forever. Um, okay, cool. So we spoke about the art. Um, I want to pivot now to kind of your guys's choice of uh of going to ethereum i think that's a big uh that's a big move um and as far as i know um not a lot of projects from the cosmos minted on ethereum we did not mint on ethereum we just migrated there right um so how did that decision come Right with, I guess you guys are in secret uh, in terms of your tech, and uh, there's NFTs on Stargaze, on Juno, and other Cosmos chains. Uh, there's also Solana as an option near, but you guys decided to go for ETH. So, wondering where that decision making process came from. That's an awesome question. <laughs> um, the the short version is that we're all about trying to onboard people into the concept of privacy. So currently, the Secret Network is the only L1 with that programmable privacy option. Uh, and so the tech, uh, by definition, has to to reside uh, on the Secret Network. And they've been great with us, and, and the tech is fantastic, and, uh, and uh, you can see what we've managed to be fortunate enough to build. But we have to expand that. You know, we have to find others to 
uh, understand that importance of privacy in, in terms of NFTs becoming everyday use case applicable. Um, and so what bigger chain is there, right? You know, and you go harder, you home. Um, and we decided to go for it. And so if we can, uh, or should I rephrase, when we succeed in uh, managing to, to um, pull off a successful mint on ETH, think of the amount of attention we will bring to our to our goal you know there, there's no doubt that it's it's the the most successful nft market right i'd say maybe this is just my best guess but i mean 95 97 of the blue chips are on eth um it's also the most difficult environment with which to succeed within which to succeed so we're aware of that also uh, but if we can um then just think about the number of new converts disciples advocates pick your word um, that we will manage to bring into our cause and and be able to call friends uh, just like we call you guys. So that was the that was the primary reason um, was to try and gain as much traction, um, you know, uh, knowledge of uh, and eyes on uh, our goal. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I agree. Like uh, I would even argue that ninety nine point nine percent of the blue chips are on ETH. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to be rude. <laughs> yeah, right. Huh? I mean, the red wolves are on ETH. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you uh, go. There, yeah, that 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 absolutely math checks out. Uh, it is a very big, big market, and uh, I agree. If you go, you know, when you guys are successful, uh, it's it's definitely going to bring a whole new set of eyes. Not only, I guess, to you, but but you guys are going to bring them to Cosmos as well. And, and that'd be like an amazing onboarding opportunity for, for these new ETH heads. Um, but it is very difficult. So um, I saw that you guys are extremely active and, and, and pushing really, really hard. So um, we'll, we'll get back to that. But, but um, yeah, I fully understand the decision of going to Ethereum. It, it makes sense. Okay, good. Uh, so that's very interesting. And obviously, you know, once we speak of the art and, and the chain, people are going to be asking, okay, what's the utility? I'm not big on utility, by the way. I, I like the, you know, being very vague about it and, and the <laughs> communitility or whatever they call it. Uh, I'm a, you know, <laughs> I'm a big champion of that as well, even though we do have utility. But I'm wondering what you guys are thinking for utility um, and especially if there will be any connection with viral, you know, as a whole. Right. Like, uh, go ahead. Yeah, look, that's music to my ears. Um, I think we share the same values on so many things. Um, I, I've spoken before uh, about the fact that I believe that the term utility is the new cliche that roadmap once was in that um if you're you know when roadmap in inverted commas um led to many communities feeling forced i think in many ways to produce said roadmap and and this is what we will do and and it, it's it's funny because the great communities like yours uh deliver um and i've noticed that you have been steadfastly doing so but many don't um 
And so therefore, as a result of that, the, the concept of roadmap became dismissed in some ways. You know, like if somebody has a roadmap, I certainly look at an NFT collection that I'm considering investing in, investing, <laughs> um, and I, I can look at the concept of a roadmap almost as a, a downside in some respects, because you immediately begin to question whether the team can deliver. And I think utility has the same problem in that when utility, in inverted commas, is becoming the new version of that when roadmap. And so I think it's a difficult concept. And so we've tried to, as we always do, uh, make sure we don't overpromise and underdeliver. Um, and so therefore, our potential utility, whilst is quite clear in our minds what it could be, we don't want to promise something that the community don't want post mint. Um, with that said, um, the potential utility uh, that WCAA can benefit from is not only aforementioned, but also quite obvious in that it's the viral tooling. So when the, the, the Wildcat ad agency, and it's important to note it's an ad agency, and we can maybe pick up on that in a minute, and maybe Trendier Jamala can speak us to that, because that was a conscious choice why it's an ad agency. But once once we mint and the PFB holders have um, access to, to their new NFTs, they'll be able to not only craft a narrative and lore around the characters around those, those NFTs, what kind of personalities they are and what they may choose to do, craft a, a narrative around what that ecosystem then chooses to do as a whole or in part, but also will, uh, if they choose to, will have the ability to access the viral tooling uh, and be able to use that to expand that lore, monetize that lore, uh, develop um, uh, subsets, community subset communities that they benefit from. You know, imagine it in a way, it's not, not like a metaverse. I don't like, I think metaverse is basically a computer game with shit graphics, uh, more of a kind of Dungeons and Dragons type environment, if that's not too weird to say where, the limitations are based really only in your imagination. But if you can imagine if you formed a, a subset community in WCAA that dealt with a specific sports environment, let's say you could use the viral tooling to develop um, businesses, communities, revenue streams, and so on uh, using your So, so I'll, I'll pause here, right? Um, so could you expand on, you know, viral tooling? What does that mean? and I'll give you an example. So suppose I hold one WCAA NFT. Can I, for instance, print my own T-shirts using um, the IP or I guess the, the, the face of uh, the Wildcat and then sell those T-shirts using the privacy tooling you guys have enabled? Can, can that be like a... Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll answer that one, a hundred percent. So, so one of the things that uh, we realized uh, developing Viral was that uh, we developed a company and a brand that serves other brands, existing brands, right? And and it's it was less so the individual user. And so part of doing WCAA is to open it up in a way where users can forward their own uh, brand identity, right? So. A lot of people, especially when you see with, with these blue chips, they piggyback off the success of the overall brand using their individual IPs, right? So like you end up with like hot sauce and like all, all these like products that, uh, you know, have a board ape on them and 
and part of the intention with WCAA is really one to to allow individual users to um, establish a brand uh, using the WCAA PFPs, but then also to piggyback on uh, the the brand recognition of WCAA and viral. Um, but then two is uh, going to your question, like we have a huge supply chain. So for example, one of the things that, that we haven't launched that's uh, kind of in our back pocket is uh, coffee subscriptions. Like that's, we, we have suppliers lined up, we have like everything ready to go, but we just haven't decided to do it because we haven't, you know, worked with a brand that we wanted to, to launch that yet. So if individuals in our uh, community wanted to launch the Cool Cats Coffee Club, uh, they could do that and they could use our tooling. We would set them up with the suppliers and um, yeah, so so that's sort of the power of uh, viral, you know, the, the viral team being behind WCAA. Um, the other piece too is um, our community and, and sort of all the alpha that we have been dropping in the community has been public. Um, and we've always been meaning to uh, really value our holders. Um, and so one of the things that we're looking to do is restructuring Discord and, and access to different communities, access to different um uh, alpha groups, things like that, uh, post mint um, for our holders. He's so right. He's so right. Let, you know, I've noticed a lot pe people sliding into DMs and going, "Can I get this piece of merch with that PFP?" And yeah, sure you can. But why don't you just mint a wildcat PFP and do it yourself? <laughs> like, and I don't mean that dismissively. I mean like, think bigger. Like if you have a community out there that you want to do merch with, get yourself a PFP and make it happen. Run it, own it, benefit from it, participate in the profit. That's what the Wildcats symbiosis with viral is. You don't yeah. just want a t-shirt. Run it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not, yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's a bunch of users that just want, um, want some merch and and uh, we we hear that loud and clear from the rec gang and and we're working uh with you guys to to uh, make it affordable just for especially for the people that just want it uh, for themselves but a lot of people actually and, and i'll speak for myself like i got into nfts because it is about developing brands right so whether it's your pfp and being known in the community or uh it's your pfp and you want to translate to in real life uh brand recognition I think that's one of the strengths of viral and the tooling. Um, the other piece that, that just slipped my mind, but uh, popped back was uh, we purposefully chose an ad agency as our uh, collection, as our sort of um, central point that we exist in. And it's because uh, to be frank and uh, everything we've learned with viral uh, web three ads is going to be probably uh, one of the biggest highlights in the next bull run. Um, and we all hate ads. <laughs> I'm going to be frank. I hate ads. I hate how it is in web two. Uh, part of us jumping in as an ad agency, one is to redefine what it looks like. So what, what happens when ads aren't, uh, exploitive of, or aren't based on exploited data, right? So how does privacy play a role in ads? How does it, cause it's very different. You think of things very different from an unsolicited ad versus something that you're like it think of unsolicited versus like alpha you know when you get alpha you're like oh this is epic like i'm you know i, I get in on this mint before anybody else and uh, i just made a 10 times or 20 times 
versus an unsolicited ad where you're like, this is crap. Why, you know, why is my data being sold to get all this crap? Um, so, so that's, that's part of the, the ad agency um, idea. But then the, the other part, going back to the idea of uh, D&D and, and the storytelling, the beautiful thing about ads is that it exists in this nexus between fantasy and reality, right? And so it's very, it's like this amazing place to be where we can uh, create storylines that originate from the ad agency. Because it already, uh, when you think of an ad, like, you know, think of... Um, uh, the old spice guy on his horse, right? Like that guy doesn't really exist, but he does also, you know? <laughs> so, so that's what we're, we're shooting for too, uh, when it comes to the storytelling side of things. Yeah, that sounds cool. So, um, you know, I, I, so, so from a Lord building perspective, having the ad agency, I think is genius, right? Cause it gives you so much flexibility for future scenarios, future ads and, anything right it could be like a legit ad on top of it uh, i'm wondering will that also be part of the bracket on bracket viral tooling will you guys for instance right like i'm a new nft project and um i'd like to use the wcaa or is that all hypothetical um or can i really use it to, to kind of market my my nft project yeah 100 you can use it um, I, I saw Gio wanted to jump in there too, so I'll, I'll let him speak in a second, but 100%. So uh, when we launch this on ETH and become successful, uh, that's a huge thing. You know, again, it's a huge lift for uh, for anybody to be successful on ETH. But when we do that, um, that becomes a huge resource and it's a resource our community can leverage. Um, and yeah, I, I'll, I'll hard stop there. Um, but Gio, if you want to chime in there. Dude, all I was going to say was yes. <laughs> that, that was my answer to the question. But but I think now that you've handed me the mic, um, yes, <laughs> that's my first answer. But also, there's um, there's a great feeling that we're early, right? Um, in that, as we've spoken before on this call, we were building this V one V two tech uh, before uh, Zuki released it. Um, they released it, but they don't have our element of privacy. Uh, why aren't people realizing the way that they should that that is super important, you know? And and you guys realized that instantly when we first started speaking, and that was part of the reason why we've become so close is that you get why that matters and you get our values and we share them, you know? Um, but a lot of people don't, you know? And, and the same feeling pervades throughout our... Um, connection and symbiosis, to borrow Trendy's term, between viral and WCAA, insofar as if you imagine the ad agency is the first step along a process where, let's imagine, as you say, an NFT collection comes out, they want some advert produced in the virtual world or whatever it is that they're, they're up to. And they can use WCAA as a virtual ad agency to help with that campaign. That's fantastic. Great. Let's imagine that ad campaign, though, is about a product. Let's say some merch, a hoodie, to use your example. So you've got a virtual asset, a virtual product uh, in the Web3 space. But that product might wish to reside in real life. Well, that's viral tooling right there, right? It's clues in the name. So we go from virtual to in real life. We go from the Web3 space to the IRL space. We've created this physical item from this virtual NFT. Fantastic. All of this you already know. Great. But what happens if the thing starts moving in the other direction, 
what happens if, and this is the real, this is giving me goosebumps, to be honest. This is the real mindfuck, for want of a better term. And that what happens if companies begin to see this connection, this vertical integration, as they would call it in business, this vertical integration, and they begin to start to think, well, what happens if we came into that from the other direction where Coca-Cola, to take this to a stupid extreme example, decide these Web3 communities, the likes of the Azukis, the Rec Gangs, the CryptoPunks, the whatever, they have real following, they have value, they have an audience. And that audience, by the way, is freaking impassioned and committed. And, you know, you would get a tattoo of Rec Gang on your arm before you get a tattoo for Barclays, right? Think about the power of that. And so all of a sudden, Coca-Cola we, we do have it. one guy that has a tattoo of a red wolf. We do. So right? it's been done. I, I want pictures. <laughs> I need pictures. <laughs> but just to, <laughs> just to finish the thought, so you imagine these massive multinational companies go, how do we get into that? Well, we get into that through the reverse of what we just discussed. So w, the, the viral technology results in having a client base of people like Red Gang, Crypto, CryptoPunks, Suzuki's, and whoever else, how do we get to those? We get to those through that same path. And so we're not just bridging virtual to in real life, we're bridging in real life to virtual. And at both ends of that scale, there's advertising. There's a, there's a wonderful beauty about that parallel. Oh, I love it. I, I love the vision. Um, I can see it. I think we really agree on this kind of like the power of, of the brands or NFT brands. I don't know if you saw um, Sappy Seals actually partnered with Kellogg's and now you have like a little Sappy Seal on, on a cereal box. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> we've obviously seen, you know, a few partnerships with, with Bored Apes. Uh, I think some of the biggest brands are still a little reticent or hesitant uh they do launch their own nfts but but i can see it definitely in the future some sort of collab with a brand that's very very popular in this space um i guess you know there's still that stigma around nfts i don't know if nft is even the word we're going to be using in a few years time just because of the negative connotation in the public but but kind of the big idea of, of building this brand from the grassroots virtually and then having you guys connect them with like uh, a bigger brand that that may, you know, need uh, some users and, and maybe some sort of IP to, to promote their product that I can definitely see it happening and it's already happened. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think the easiest way that I find to to think about this is you've got to separate price action from utility or from. Uh, the technology itself, that's a better term. So you've got to separate price action from the technology. The technology is doing nothing but move forward. Look at what we're doing in viral. We have literally only built in a bear market, right? Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's an inside joke that whenever we launch anything, the market times. So but uh, I think it's once you guys partnered with Rekt, it was inevitable. You had to short it all. It was that's like, true. It's your fault. You see, I was yes. still self-conscious, but no, no, that makes sense. It's you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I think it's an important distinction, right? You know, NFT technology is only developing and becoming more useful. The price action is not the best at the moment, but it will come back, you know, and um yeah, and I think uh, both of our communities are, are are going to benefit from that when when things turn. 
Absolutely. Um, I want to ask, I guess this is uh, amazing. I, I love this chat. We, we had a good chat about, you know, the, the what, the why. Um, I, I guess I'll, I'll ask the how, right? So, so when is this happening? How will people be minting? Uh, do you guys have any details for us in terms of like the specifics of uh, the mint? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll speak to that. So uh, we do know uh, we're minting on ETH. Hard stop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we're minting on ETH. Um, right now we have it set for 0 0.05 ETH. Um, that price can go down. Um, we're looking at a discounted whitelist mint. Um, we're going to do whitelist mint on January 11th. Um, and it's going to be uh, uh, somewhere between a 24 to 48 hour period. Um, we're not over allocating. So anybody with a whitelist will be able to mint. Um, and we're reserving two per whitelist. Um, then we're going to open up public mint uh, on the 13th, which is Friday. And then um, finally, uh, on the following Monday, uh, and this, this one's a little fluid, we're going to open up the free mints. So if you've entered our pre-mint raffles, um, we call, we're calling them the executive list. You've entered uh, our executive list. Um, one, you can win a whitelist, but then two, uh, a percentage of those people will also get free mints. Um, beyond that, yeah, our, our goal, again, uh, we know it's a bear market. We're launching a bear market. Um, the art is amazing. It's a lot of work. And our artist, um, thankfully, is a one, a good friend, but then two, also doesn't work for free. <laughs> but we're trying to keep the, the right now, the, the 0 0.05, is planning for about a $50 mint at public uh, mint price. Uh, we're thinking probably closer to 30 some dollars for whitelist. So uh, we want to keep it very affordable where, um, again, users can uh, mint in without breaking the bank and getting even more wrecked. And at the same time, um, pick up the ones that they want on secondary. Because, yeah, I, the part that we're most excited for, and we haven't shown, we've shown maybe like one... I don't know, one fiftieth of the, the attributes. Um, part of what we're excited for is when people start to see all the traits roll in, um, that they start grouping into the, the little subgroups that they, they like, you know, of, of this trait or that trait. Um, and with the artwork too, the la last point I'll say there is uh, we're really excited because the way we're, the amount of attributes we're putting in and the distinction between the traits, um, each one should feel like a one of one even though it's a generative collection. Um, it really should feel like a one of one So we're excited for that. Nice, nice. Looking forward to minting that in the new year. And for those that are on the call, don't forget to join the pre-mint because you could win some free mints. So we, we love to mint free stuff as well. Um, <laughs> I'll open it up. If you guys don't mind, uh, people from the audience asking questions, is that okay with y'all? Let's do it. All right. So, so from the audience, if y'all have uh, questions, please uh, feel free to come up. Uh, you know, it'll be uh, viral's pleasure to, to answer some of these questions. I guess it can be on viral or or WCAA. Um, I do have Jimmy requesting. Jimmy, sorry, I'm not gonna let you up. Uh, not today. You guys know Jimmy, right? Yeah, we don't want him. Not today, Jimmy. Today is a nice day. People are happy. It's Saturday. 
everybody's going to be watching the World Cup soon, so um, maybe go above or someone else. Um, <laughs> he's still requesting. Anyways, okay, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so my 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 comment uh, usually for you know uh, we do a lot of uh, NFT mints. And uh, most of the time we go in blind, right? Um, so we see some art, maybe we like it. We see a roadmap or utility. We have no idea if the team is going to be actually doing the roadmap. So the big thing for me when minting projects, you know, um, is, is, is right. I don't have a lot of things to go on. But in this case, I know the most important thing is actually the team, right? Because people always talk about, oh, Project X rugged. Um, they didn't fulfill, you know, their promise, right? Um, Board Apes. You look at Board Apes. Like, the art is okay. But what made it really work is the team that brought in all these partnerships and, and you know, these celebrities on board. Same for D-Gods, right? Everybody's a big fan of Frank, or not everybody, but he has a big following, right? So he made that happen. So the team, in my opinion, and I know this makes it sound very centralized, and it really is, uh, is crucial for not only the successful mint of an NFT project, but everything else that comes afterwards. And from our experience partnering with y'all, uh, I mean, it, you, you guys have my vote of confidence. I know it's always not financial advice, but I know that you guys are an amazing team. You guys deliver. You guys, you know, um, what you guys promise, you actually do, and even above that. So from that end, you know, I come in this mint a lot more confident because I actually know you guys. So so that's kind of like just a, <laughs> a small spiel on, on how the team matters and how you guys are, are, are awesome, an awesome team, so. A hundred percent. Yeah, before before the question comes up, um, yeah, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And in the same way that the Rec Gang, like we just, we love working with you guys. And, and that's what it's all about, right? It's about building community. And, and for us entering into East and bringing in a bunch of new people, um, really, I think the, the thing that would help us the most, especially from our active community, is going out there and saying like, yeah, these guys have been around. These guys have delivered X, Y, and Z. And I, I know working with the Rec Gang, like you guys know that we, you know, we overnight packages. We 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 like <laughs> hit the uh, the the mail service at, on a Saturday to get things to you guys. And and so yeah, we are a team that delivers. And, and one of the I just want to give kudos to the Viral and WCAA team. We I was just reflecting with Trendy on this last night that like we're a grassroots team and we. Uh, there's so many of these, whether it be, um, you know, uh, centralized exchanges or NFT projects that are just VC funded and uh, or institutional money, and they have no investment in the small guy. Uh, they're there to make money and get out. And and frankly, uh, I'm tired of that. And so I'm excited for people like you guys, Rec Gang, and for us that we are the small guy <laughs> and we're trying to make a big splash. So So that's what we're trying to do with this project. I love this viral delivers, pun intended. <laughs> Good pun. Uh, 
Yeah. And thank you so much for the vote of confidence. That those kind of words really mean a lot coming from you guys. Yeah, it's all good. You can send the check in the mail. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I really love the viral pivot. It's all good. Uh, it's been an amazing journey. Go ahead, PBR. Hey, good morning, guys and girls, or afternoon. I guess we're afternoon now. Uh, I was curious. Uh, you know, it's probably all me for not doing really any due diligence at all. But what's what's the ad agency in, in layman's terms? You know, are you bringing us commercials? Because I don't like commercials. No one likes commercials. But like, well, just give it to me easy. I think Geo. Trendy, hey. you can start. Trendy can start and then pass it right away. I know that's. that's you know what? I'd like oh. it if Trendy did some work. If I'm honest with you, so yeah, maybe Trendy can do that one. The ad agency, first and foremost, is a is a collective group, right? So if you look at the yacht club, um, I don't think when they when they launched that they intended to have a freaking yacht, and I'm pretty sure they don't have one yet. But it's a it's a term to encapsulate a group of people to bring together a group of people, and so the ad agency, in its simplest terms, is that. Full stop. Right. So you got the boarding yacht club. It's a bunch of people who own a PFP. Got the Azukis, it's a bunch of people who own a PFP. And so for the Wildcat ad agency, we need to go no further. The, the simplest answer is that's it. You know, you've got wrecked gang. It's a bunch of people who own PFPs. So in its most simplistic sense, that's the answer to the question. Uh, and in fact, actually, I think that is the answer to the question because that is the most simplistic uh, response. In terms of taking that further, the most important thing to note is we are um, for the community, by the community. So it will depend on what people want to do. Remember the, the dangers of of being beholden to a roadmap or a pre-prescribed uh, uh, mode of utility. We'll see what people want to do. But it would appear sensible that given access to the viral tooling, which is the world's first and valuable and <laughs> was gotten to by extreme hard work and money and commitment and dedication. Um, it would seem sensible in my mind, objectively, that the community chose to go in that direction. And so therefore the ad agency could work with that tooling in the ways that we mentioned earlier, namely to uh, let's just give it a simple example. Let's imagine somebody buys a PFP and they are a member of Doodles. And they decide that what they want to do is they want to create an ad for doodles and headphones, right? And they dis they, they create that ad. They use the WCAA um, talent, um, money, experience, and so on to produce an ad to, to promote that throughout doodles. And then doodles decide to mint that and turn it into a real life item. You can use viral tooling to do that. And then the PFP holder, and I can't promise this because I think as we always said, under promise over deliver. But you can imagine a scenario where PFP holders who group together to make that happen could benefit from that uh, remuneration um, and use uh, community funds in order to make that happen. So to be true and fair to the question, the answer is it's just a group of people who own a PFP, um, but you can hopefully see that there's so much more potential moving forward. I like to say that you answered my question, <laughs> but 
I'm still confused. <laughs> if that makes sense. like, yeah, yeah, I think so. So if I heard your question correctly, uh, why an ag- agency and you hate ads, and we all do. Uh, and I want to be. Uh, I'll sort of repeat what I said early in the AMA. Uh, we hate ads, uh, but with that said, uh, in this next bull run, um, it's very clear, uh, especially in the work we did with Viral, um, Web3 ads are going to be the next big thing. And how horrible is it if you think about public by default blockchains like Ethereum, everything is known about you. It, it's And this is going to hurt Gio a little bit because he, he experienced it, but think of all the like, how easy it is to figure out who owns what asset and to target them, right? And so if you do the sort of logical next step, that's exactly what ads are. It's about targeting people with money that have interest in certain things, right? And so from a privacy-centric team with privacy-centric tooling that we want, uh, that we're, we've developed to have cross-chain functionality, what we want to do is um, create a model. Uh, we're, we're not, so I'm going to, um, the mission statement, and, and this is sort of unofficial, this is the unofficial Jamama mission statement of the WCAA. It's we're a fake ad agency that wants to become a real one. And so uh, in my mind, it's okay, uh, especially Postman, if uh, us as a team and us as a community wants to pursue Web3 ads, because again, in the same way that like Web3 gaming was huge this this last bull market, uh, Web3 ads is is going to be huge. We, we've heard from a lot of um, reputable teams and, and inv- institutional investors in the space that Web3 ads are going to be big. Uh, don't leave it up to those guys because they're going to exploit the crap out of you. Um, that's all it, it is. That's what ads are today. And so part of us jumping in as an ad agency now is so that we can set a different tone to, to all of that. Again, we're a grassroots company. We're uh, um, we are the little guys. We're the small fish. Um, we're not the institutional guys that uh, are there just to make a buck and and on your backs. So, so that's. I, I hope that answers the question. Um, and then the other piece, um, just uh, uh, yeah. One, I hope that answers your question. The other piece, um, when it comes to lore and talking about that, the reason why we did ads was uh, we didn't want to do uh, uh, like. Yeah, as far as our storyline, we love the idea of an ad agency because ads exist between this uh, boundary of fantasy and reality. So, so we're really excited for that. And so, something like um, you know having space cats and uh, that's very easy to to create into the world through an ad agency. So, yeah, does that answer the question? Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm gaining some info here. So, are you guys on our team or against us? Or are you the ones sharing, like, you know, like, you know, how they, they grab up our info and, you know, I can talk about a lawnmower with my wife and the next thing you go on something and there's pictures of the lawnmowers on there. Buy this, buy that, buy that. Are you helping to direct the uh, ads to go to the right people or are you on the other end protecting us or? hundred percent on the other end. So if you lean into what we've done with viral, uh, and on on-chain uh, redemption of goods and services without doxing, right? So uh, we have no, we collect the minimal amount of information, which is really where is the freaking package going? <laughs> and then beyond that, we, we don't need to know. We don't need to know your email. We don't need to know your phone number. We don't need to know uh, what profile you're attached to. You, you, if you've experienced the world 
today. Uh, it's all of that because it's all about linking you to everything else, right? And so we don't care about that, and we've proven that. Right? Uh, and you know, I, I know not everybody on the call has purchased stuff through Viral or or done redemption through Viral, but uh, if you have, if you haven't, try it. You know, there's there's stuff still on secondary. There's uh, you can get stuff before Christmas still. Um, we don't care about uh, monetizing users, right? And and that's what. Uh, ads today exist as that's what data science today exists as is to how do you monetize users right and so so we're we're on your team long story short ad is also a very broad term one can say that a gif or a meme contest something that's telling a story could be in an ad so you have to be a little more zeroed in on it on what you're exactly meaning as far as like the bad guys good guys thing because I, I get what you're saying but yeah I definitely feel like a Y'all are like one of the biggest ad companies in the cosmos while y'all are promoting y'all's brand through marketing with memes and and uh, and gifts and stuff like that. So just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I think I need to go back and just read up on it more before I come in with just, you know, um, broad open questions. I guess I should, no, I lo- I I should probably fine tune myself more before I, I start asking. <laughs> no, it's, and, and maybe that's something to lean into. It's like, if you trust the right gang and you trust, um, you know, the community there, uh, one, it's, it's hard. There's a thousand different projects. There's a thousand different rugs. Um, and, and that's for us, or I guess the thing that leans into what we stand for is lean into your community and lean into what your community says too. Right. Cause, uh, you don't just have to take our word for it. If you do, you probably should do some research, but if you don't, and you just trust your community that you already exist in, um, yeah, like, uh, there's a reason why we have such a good relationship with Rect, right? And so, um, but yeah, I love I love the hard questions because it, it really, this is a piece that I'm extremely impassioned on is uh, how do we preserve user privacy and how do we exist in an interconnected world where we're not the product being sold, right? So, Yeah, so Jamama, PBR is a validator on Kujira. So he loves to trust and not verify. So what you just said with him definitely (laughs) resonates. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I like to ask questions later. I'm one of those. (laughs) Um, Astro Wolf, go ahead. I think you had a question. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited to um, hearing what I'm hearing right now. And but I want to be, uh, you know, clear if I understood correctly about the, you know, the, the what is the utility or what you mentioned that it will be one of the use cases of the uh, of the NFT. So, um, you know, English is not my fair language, so I will try to uh say what i understood right uh so what i understood is that once that i own for example one nft right i have the the right to uh print a viral uh at least one shirt right uh is this that for free or i need to pay something how is that works right uh because uh, i am very excited about the the idea that you mentioned about the brand and all this stuff, but I want to be clear that uh, how will be how that that aspect of the utility of the NFT will work. Thank you. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start with that one. So, um, first and foremost, it's 
different from all our viral NFTs that we've done so far in the sense that uh, minting a WCAA will not get you, uh, it's not uh, uh, redeemable for a particular piece of merchandise. Um, so the WCAA, uh, there's this thing, so, so in our tech stack that we've been building, there's a thing that we call source NFT. And so uh, the definition of that source NFT really is uh, essentially the IP rights to to some design. So for example, like your wrecked wolf or your trippy wolf or your uh, wrecked bull, uh, that would be a source NFT. And so that's what the WCAA mint is. It's really uh, like most NFTs, it's the IP rights to that particular character, um, not to the whole brand. Uh, you can use a brand, especially as, uh, uh, as a team, we work with the community on the greater brand use, um, but your individual uh, PFP IP is yours. 100% full stop. Where the the uh, viral tooling comes in uh, is then, uh, one, the tooling is, is available to all our WCAA holders. So if you just want to print one t-shirt for yourself, uh, we can make that happen. Um, the only thing there is you do pay for the shirt, but uh, you're in the family. So you're, we're, it's not going to be the same way that retail costs will. But the thing that actually makes it special uh, is if you want to create a brand around your um, your individual NFT, uh, the example I brought up earlier is uh, again, Viral has a pretty it has a very extensive supply chain. Uh, if you can sort of imagine it, we can make it. Um, the one of the things that I brought up, the example I brought up earlier is like we have um, the whole supply chain lined up for coffee subscriptions. So if you want to do coffee subscriptions, um, you can use your WCAA. Uh, Wildcat and create, uh, you know, Cold Cats Coffee Club around it. And we'll help you market it. We'll help you connect the supply chain. And then you can, you know, you got to do the work and you'll make the profits. But uh, essentially, one thing we realized too with the viral team versus the community is that uh, there's so much more things that we can build and brands we can bring to the in real life space. Um, that we just don't have the manpower for. So as a community, uh, one of the things that we want to open up is uh, access to all of that so that uh, if you're like, oh, this really interests me, uh, we can, yeah, well, we can make that a reality. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really uh, get intrigued about the idea that you mentioned uh, about the the coffee because, you know, here we, we have a, one of the best coffee of the world uh, just modesty apart, <laughs> but um, it will be very nice to uh, have a, a, you know, build something like that, you know, and distribute, uh, you know, very awesome and unique and wonderful Panamanian coffee there and all over the world. So let's, let's, uh, I will DM you later. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks Astro. Go ahead, PBR. Okay. I think I'm getting it better now. Thanks to Astro's question. So if, if we meant, mint a WCAA NFT, we're going to get access to advertisement tools. Is that correct? Yep. So, and, and Gio can maybe correct me if, if he feels like I'm going too far. But uh, yeah, you have access to the viral team. You have access to the viral, uh, viral and WCAA. So, so if you guys haven't figured it out, we're both the same. <laughs> I hope that's clear, at least at this point. But yes, you have access to, so, so I'll, I'll use the terms kind of interchangeably, but um, you have access to the viral team, you have access to the viral supply chain. And uh, at the same time, again, if uh, when we pull off a uh, successful ETH, 
uh, Mint and uh, go trending on OpenSea. Uh, that's a huge that's a huge brand to piggyback off of uh, right off the bat. So um, yes, uh, marketing, uh, supply chain, production. So so the whole again, if you dig into viral, the whole thing is uh, we want to bridge the virtual to in real life and the in real life to virtual, right? And so uh, we've in my opinion, gotten very good at that. And so, um, yes, you have access to all of that. Right on. Now, do we have to use our W... What is it? It's a Wildcat, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So w- would we have to use the Wildcat NFT in our marketing, or could I say use my rec pool? Yeah, Geo spoke to this a little earlier. Um, you can use your rec pool. So part of it is once you're in our community, uh, we'll make it happen and we'll make it work. Um, you know, one of our things is we do want to push the WCAA brand forward. Um, but again, uh, the reason why it's an ad agency and that was a, a, a very specific choice is uh, we understand people identify with a bunch of different things. They might hold, you know, 50 different NFT projects, but they identify with this one this week or or this one for life. and so. Uh, yes, uh, one gaining access. Uh, you do need a WCAA um, uh, mint to get in the door, but uh, once you're in the door, uh, the Wildcat ad agency as a brand can take you on as a client, you know, quote unquote client, and us as a quote unquote ad agency. Right on. Now I can get down with that. I'm not saying that I wouldn't use my WCAA NFT in the future, but like I have some things in the works now that. I would definitely need some help um, working on. So that makes sense to me. And uh, now I'm understanding it better. Thank you, Astro, for your question. And you guys, of course, but Astro mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Astro, you got a question? Uh, Did did, did PBR inspire you? Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. PBR inspired me. Thank you, bro. Um, (laughs) You you know, I'm, you know, I'm just getting high right now with with what you, what you said. Uh, I have another question. Uh, So how many uh, NFT do I need to hold to have the access to the viral tooling and and, uh, the ad agency itself? Uh, It just, one or I need like a five, I need three. How, how, how many do I need to have that access to uh, the, the ad agency? You just need one to get. Uh, so, so once we close up our community, post-mint, you just need one to get in the community. We'd hope you'd mint more, but um, yeah, just one. I guess uh, to, to follow that up with, uh, we're not, we're not like, uh, we're not going to do the thing where you have to hold X amount of tokens to get uh, this level of, uh, you know, like access to this package of tools, that kind of thing. We're not going to do that. Um, but and and then leaning into what Joe was saying too, um, you know, we when it comes to roadmap, when it comes to utility, uh, a lot of this will be what we build together as a community. So um, my biggest thing is just at least mint one, get into the community, and then then you'll have a say, um, especially when it comes to uh, the more uh, inner workings of like viral and, and where uh, WCAA is going. Are you guys able to make commercials? Yeah. Uh, define a commercial, but yes, I'll just answer yes. <laughs> so like a promotional clip. 
of some sort, you know, 20 to 30 seconds long for, say, a new um, fantasy sports book. Yeah, I feel like uh, the questions are getting more and more specific. <laughs> yeah, uh, could you promote my project? <laughs> it's beginning. To I, I promised now, the mint. I promised. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Is that something that you know, you know, you guys would be capable of, or or whatever the community would be capable of in the future? Yeah, but, if you pay for it. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I get that. But I mean, is that something that is, you know, obtainable there? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Look, everything needs to be done with the interest of the community in mind as well, right? But what's happening here is I think it's beginning to, the penny's beginning to drop, right, in terms of the potential and the, the opportunity here. But the short answer is yes, absolutely. That sounds good to me. Sold. Bro, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, guys. And definitely will mean more than one. So, um, you know, the, the art is so awesome. And, uh, you know, you guys are also our family. You know, I already told you that, that, uh, you know, I feel very uh, welcome in, in, in the Discord. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I get to know you already uh, a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this project, and I hope wish you uh, success in this mint and this uh, endeavor that you have. Yeah, we yeah, really thanks. appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, let me let me jump in real quick on that. Um, one, we really appreciate that. Uh, two, we are grassroots. We're we're uh, you know we are a, a ragtag collective of uh, NFT degens in the same way that the Rec Gang is. Um, we aren't institutional invest, you know, we're not invested by uh, institutional money or VCs. Um, we're not on that scale, uh, but we want to be on that scale from a grassroots uh, place. And so the thing that would help us the most is uh, you guys spread the word. Uh, I know there's tons of, there's tons of people out there that would be interested in us uh, that you guys might know uh, that just don't have the time to do the research. And it's really people's uh, it's the word of mouth that people trust. And so uh, we would, Deeply appreciate if you spread um, WCAA. Uh, there are pre-mints that are going to be happening for the next couple of weeks. So if they want to get in, again, whitelist won't be over-allocated. So uh, if you're in the whitelist, you will be able to mint. Um, and yeah, we, we're going to keep the price low. So at the end of the day, like you can just mint for the art. Um, and and yeah, we're, we're going to also be showing off, um, like this week, we're going to show off some merch and what it looks like when things are print ready. Um, and so, yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, super, 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 super impressed by Rec Gang. You guys, like, we've been in so many communities, ETH and Cosmos included, uh, and most of them are dead, and you guys are thriving. And that says something about the community, and that says something about uh, the brand, you know? And, and like, yeah, I, I love what you guys are doing. A hundred percent. I cannot echo that more. The, the way that you guys have narrowed down onto exactly what we're all about like very few communities take the time to bother to consider and to, you know you've absolutely nailed it um it's a real privilege to be uh, working with you guys thank you hey i'm sorry for all the dumb questions <laughs> but there are no dumb questions pbr that's how i feel it. man like i don't i don't mind being that one asking those questions i, I it doesn't bother me because i'm sure other people feel the same way not at all. Like it's like honestly, to to bother to take the time to not just take it at face value and and peek behind the curtain. It, honestly, it's appreciated. It, very few do. 
All right. Much love to everyone here. Do you guys have any closing words? Um, it's been an hour and a half. I feel like we had a really productive space with some great questions from the public. Um, and, and, you know, I learned a lot about the project. I'm very excited as well. And like I said, I, I trust the team. I, I also am state Kujira, so maybe that says something about me. But besides that, uh, <laughs> I, I think you guys, you know, we have hands-on experience working with y'all and it's been always very, very good. So um, I'll let you guys close it. If not, uh, I can close it as well. Well, look, it's simple. Please follow us on Twitter. Try and amplify the project. If you believe in it, we'd really appreciate it. You guys obviously have a much bigger following than we do, so uh, we'd love the sort of leg up. Uh, come join us in Discord. It genuinely is a vibe, so um, come and say hi and hang out. Um, but ultimately, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Thanks for all the considered questions. Thank you to the host. And by the way, who is the guy running the Wrecked News Twitter feed? That guy is hilarious. Nobody knows. That guy gets me every time. There is nothing else in my Twitter feed that makes me laugh more than that. He's a legend. Whoever it is, well done. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks again. And uh, yeah. yeah, Mama, you had some last words? No, just thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks and enjoy the World Cup. Uh, I hope uh, England wins if you're a fan of England and I hope France wins if you're a fan of France. You see how neutral I am? Uh, soccer, football, whatever you call it, enjoy your Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. You're such a politician. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Wildcat Ad Agency AMA, hosted by the Rec Gang. Recorded on Saturday, December 10th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect. With the dead man swagger Sitting in a little den Envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next Bubba billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next Bubba billion Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died From a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime 
until the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the bird's view Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis Mock up a basement could call me resilient Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion In the middle men listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terrorist spaces